Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Whiskey Babble. We're doing another double header tonight, which I'm pretty sure is going to be our new MO from now on. Um, we're going to try to get two episodes recorded and then release two episodes a week, uh, weekly and then bi-weekly record another two episodes and get it going. Um, anyways, tonight we are brought to you by Audible.com. Now, Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash whiskeybabble and choose from over 180,000. Matt, what was that number? 180,000. 180,000 audio programs. Audio programs? Shouldn't say audio books? Audio books and spoken word products, I think, is the... Uh... What the hell's a spoken word product? Um, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, like they sponsor us and I haven't actually used I've it never yet. Never heard that before. <laughs> I have an Audible for school books. Um, it probably just covers the gambit of whatever else is on there. Whatever. Download a title for free and start listening. You guys, it's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash whiskey babble. Yeah, okay. If anybody's listened to this podcast from last week, <laughs> because <laughs> it's spelt out for me. So it's Trial D O T C O M S L A S H Whiskey Babble. So that's audibletrial.com slash whiskey babble and get started today. Um, we're also brought to you by Mamooch Jiu Jitsu. Now, there's an issue with me saying Mamooch, but I figured for you guys out there that was an easier way. You know, fuck me for trying to help. But um, it's, <laughs> it's. it's, it's <laughs> I know it's Mamut Jiu-Jitsu, okay, but it's spelled M-A-M-U-T-E-B-J-J.com. Um, great Jiu-Jitsu Academy, family-oriented. Um, I train there. Everybody I train with are my brothers. Um, tonight's guest is actually our head instructor, Bruno, um, one of his students. And um, it's, it's a really great environment. So if you come in and you check it out and you mention Whiskey Babble, you guys will get a week for free to try it out. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a great experience. Also, check out uh, the merchandise on the website, whiskeybabble.com. We have great merchandise. Matt, how great is our merchandise? Oh, it's real good. It's great. We've got sweatshirts. We have shirts. We have uh, flasks. We have shot glasses. We have, what, beer mugs? we got beer glasses now. we got uh, cocktail shakers. Cocktail shakers. Yeah, buddy. Make many a drink It looks kind of cool, too. It's like a stainless steel like co- cocktail shaker with our logo on it. It's what? You know, the wife likes sour Midori's. Midori Sours? Midori, is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I just. I had to Google how to make the drink for her because. <laughs> but, but yeah, you find out tube. you don't have forty-eight of the things that go into. Yeah, the I'm drink. like, oh, shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I have whiskey. And I had to buy sugar. <laughs> I was like, what is this? I don't know. <laughs> we don't live in the day and the age where you can go ask your neighbor for sugar. You know, right? like, what do you need it for? I'm making booze. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, Mamooch. Spelt Mammut Jiu-Jitsu. Um, check it out, guys. And, uh, yeah, Whiskey Babble. You are now tuned to Whiskey Babble. All right. Hey, Bruno, how's it going? I'm the good. How are you doing, Jake? <laughs> I'm doing great. So... Bruno is my um, my instructor. I've been with him for about, see, I'm 27 now. I started when I was like 19, eight years, and then I had to take a few years off for school and stuff. But, um, yeah, so it's been quite a few years. We Two stayed years. in touch, though, when I was. Yes. Yeah, it's been. 
you train, you stop, and then train again, stop. But I've been, pr- I've been consistent yeah. for the last year. Pretty good, yeah. Say it like that, man. Jeez. Yes. <laughs> Once so, a month. I'm joking, just. Whoa. <laughs> Twice a month. Whoa. <laughs> you under the what, bus. What's joke, but two is good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a little background to Bruno, guys. Um, 2009, he came in second in the Worlds for Nogi. Um, was that against Barnett or Monson? Yes, Barnett. Monson, I, I, I won in 2007. That's 2007. Yes. I got that written down here, too. So, for anybody, Josh Barnett's a monster, and uh, Bruno came in second to him. It was a great match watching it. If you guys can Google it, Bruno Paulista versus, uh, versus um, Josh, Josh Barnett. Barnett. It's a great match. Um, in 2008, he came in first in the Pan Ams for Nogi. Third in the worlds for Nogi, yeah. uh, second in the Pan Ams for Gi, and then in 2007, first in the worlds for Nogi, first in the American Nationals, third in the Open, second in the Pan Ams, and third in the Pan Ams for Nogi. So that's yeah. quite a resume, guys. For yeah, anybody out there that knows <laughs> anything about jujitsu, it's like a couple pages full of. Uh, yeah, it's 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 some great accolades. Um, He's good. I mean, and there's really no way to say it. And and I read this thing today, and it was funny. And it said, white belts, you get caught with stupid shit. It said, blue belts, you see the stupid shit coming, but you still might get caught. Purple belts, capitalize on the stupid shit. It said, brown belts, put you in the stupid shit. And then black belts, just do whatever they want. It was kind of <laughs> like a breakdown of what, what like the belts that. are, yeah. what the, how the belts work out, you know. Sorry, sorry for the, the foul language. Okay, I have I have a belt question because yes. I d- know basically Zero. nothing. Okay. So I see up on your wall here you have yourself, a um, couple other guys. So I thought black belt is the highest. What's the guy with the red belt? Yeah, like a, you can you get a black belt, mm-hmm. okay, like your professor give you. It was for, for adults, it's white, blue, purple, brown, and black. Mm-hmm. But then after you got to start getting promoted degrees for, by the confederation. So then when you get your seventh degree, you become like a black and red belt. Okay. When you get your eighth degree, you become like a red and white belt. And then when you get your ninth degree, you become a red belt. Okay. You know, and this is like a, you have like a, it's by time. Like a, are you, the first degree is just after three years will be black belt. Mm-hmm. And then first, second, third. And then like a, it's five years between the fourth and fifth. Okay. And then seven years, then ten years, all that. And so the confederation that give you like a that. Okay. Jiu-jitsu is one of the the most it takes the most amount of time to get black belt. Right. Any any type of belt really. It's uh-huh. it's a very invested sport. You have to do years. And I think it's like even don't they say even if you train every day and you win worlds every year, it still takes six or seven years to get a black belt. Yes. I mean hmm. yeah, it's it's like why is for him like when I go promote someone have many reasons for me like that you promote someone. It's not just the person be really good in jiu-jitsu. This is one of my questions, then actually. Uh, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, the like, interviewee is wait? interviewing yeah. himself. No, no, wait, tell, yeah. it, tell a story. <laughs> not, uh, <clears throat> some people, they are like, uh, I read some people have to you teach once, they learn. Some people have to teach twice. Some people, will teach them 10 times, they barely learn. But the person that you taught like uh, 10 times, they they are trying. They come two times a week, three times a week. They're doing the best, and they cannot, like, a, they work, and they have a family. They, they're trying the best. I'm not going to mm-hmm. promote them. I'm going to promote them because they really try. The same time, I, uh, for the one time I had one guy, he was white belt, 17 years old. He was really good at jiu-jitsu, but was always getting late, was not behaving himself on the mat. He, like, a techno-wise, he was ready to get his belt, his right. blue belt. 
but then I'll give you. You know, so that's the thing. Well, didn't somebody offer you one time to yes. pay you for a belt? Yeah. Which is like, <coughs> that's a huge Yeah, no-no. these days. Do yeah, no, you yeah. don't do that. Even an outsider like me knows that that would be something. Yeah, you just yeah. still <laughs> offer to pay for a belt. Yeah. And then you also get the issue of people, like if I wanted to leave this academy, I'm a four-stripe blue belt. Okay. So in my progression, next should be purple, and then you go brown and black. Um, so there'll be guys that are pretty close to on the edge, and surprise, surprise, they'll leave the academy, and they'll show up at another academy and have the next belt. <coughs> yeah. No. That, kind yeah. Of, it's a personal thing. Jiu-Jitsu, to me personally, and I'm sure Bruno will agree with me, it's really, it's with yourself yeah. more than it's with anybody else. And it's something that you have to stay true to yourself. Did you go out on the mats, even if you got your right. butt kicked by everybody, you know, and this is how much it means. Look, I'm getting goosebumps because it, it actually, <laughs> it's it, true. because it means something to me. And it's like, if you go out on the, on the mats and you get your ass kicked the entire night, mm-hmm. but you know, you went out there, you did your best and you learned something, then who cares? You right. Know, that's, that's the victory. Uh, jiu-jitsu is a therapy, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's not just like a, a sport. It's a therapy. Right. Like sometimes you work and you're tired, you're stressed, you're like, no, I'm going to go home. I don't want to train today. And then you, sh- and you change your mind, you go train one hour, one hour and a half, you feel way better. It's right? incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. way better. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to say, you guys, tonight's whiskey is Bullet Rye Whiskey. Um, <laughs> we have, I have to mention it every night. Um, this is a small batch. Um, I don't really know what to say because I don't have a little story on the back. So uh, it's good. and <laughs> <laughs> It's real good. <laughs> it's real good. Um, it's good stuff. So... Please sponsor us, Bullet. Please, Please sponsor us. Sponsor um, us. <laughs> so we went to so two, 2009 um, was the last time you'd competed in a major competition, and you just got you just got back into it. Yeah. Now something happened. What yes, happened? A big thing. <clears throat> like a uh, 2009 was a great year for me. Like I uh, I got the second place in the world champion Ogi. And I also was the year that I fought my MMA fight, professional fight. Won by yeah. a rear naked, right? <clears throat> yes, rear naked. Yeah. It was a good fight. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so cool. I was like a really excited that. But I fought in 2010. I got a really bad car accident. Uh, I went to Brazil. I supposed to be there just 10 days. On the seventh day, I got like a really bad car accident. And uh, I was in the hospital for 55 days. Whoa. I had to do. Yeah. Wow. I was in coma and in coma for wow. five days. That's and uh, my first day of chance, my first day, I had 3% chance to survive. <clears throat> Even like one of the nurses called. Scary. Yeah. yeah, one of the nurses that called my aunt and told her, look, I don't want to give bad news, bad energy, but I think you guys should pray to your, your nephews, like a uh, soul, because I don't know if you're going to survive. Wow. So it was first day, like a 3%, then 25%, then 45%. So if I, I had to learn how to do everything. Mm. I had to learn to walk. For me, one of the wow. hardest things was the stairs. stairs. Stairs? I used to feel that my, each of my legs have like a 500 pounds. Oh, my you God. Know, it was, wow. it was hard. That's, that's but freaking yeah. wild, So man. then <coughs> I was a, able... Oh, I'm sorry. Go sorry. ahead. So it was a lot of things that happened. <coughs> like uh, the doctors told my mom, say, look, Angela, uh... Bruno have like the we, what happened for Bruno? We have three experience: person die, or the person become a vegetable. Bruno is like a, is a miracle, and uh, so you have to work his brain. You know everything that he like. Oh, when someone come to visit him, ask uh, who is this person? Where do you know him? Things like that. You know because he can lose his like memory. Brain work. Kind yes, of. they're like yeah. training your brain. You can like uh, lose your you can uh, lose your memory. Okay, you can only recognize the people. Be like uh, rude uh, things like that. So. 
It was wow. not easy. It was not easy. So it was, so it was about like a five years. Like uh, after five years that I was able to compete again and like I compete the Pan Ams. I didn't win the Pan Ams, but I, I won life. You know. See, and that's and it that's was, what I was just <coughs> talking about. It's yeah. right. He went out, hasn't competed in five years, goes out, competes. You you lose mm-hmm. on paper. Right. But he went out and competed. To and himself, that's what jiu-jitsu is. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's and that to me is what's so great about it. And um I'm not I'm not the best. I'll never be a world beater, but I go you out. Never know. What? You never know. Yeah. But I go out <laughs> but I go out, I have fun and I learn. You know what I mean? Right. And that's yeah. and, and when jiu-jitsu, I jiu jitsu you don't lose. You learn, you win or you learn, you know? And and that's that was gonna be one of my questions when you were talking about um like when it comes to belt promotions and you were talking about how um, it's it's really how you feel if the person deserves it, if they yeah. deserve the belt. And, you know, you can promote someone to purple belt. Let's just say purple belts in, in the middle. Uh-huh. You can promote someone to purple belt because they deserve it and they can still go and get beat by white belts. That's not the yeah. point. That's not the point. The point is that person earned yeah. right. their belt for mm-hmm. what they've done. Exactly. Not necessarily skill. You know, but some academies are completely skill oriented, right? Yeah, like a, <clears throat> how I would say that um, exists like a two types of a martial, uh, two types of jiu-jitsu academy. I'm gonna say is the Brazilian style and the American style. But the American style was made for Brazilian people. So the Brazilian style, you want to make a tough guys. To get your blue belt, it's gonna be like a two, three years. We have to go to a tournament. You have to win. You have to do these things. You know, in American style, you go, you pay, you get your belt. Mm. You know. For me, yep. it's I. I cannot be like between both. I, I cannot be like a Brazilian and America. I stay between. Why? <clears throat> I worked really hard to get my black belt. You know, it was not easy. I compete. I did a lot of things. But if I try to do here just like a Brazilian style, we're not gonna have like a, too many students. You know? Yeah. Because I have a lot of people that want to do, but they're not able to it handle takes, that. It takes a certain type. type yeah. Type so you cannot able to handle that. You Mike, know? Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so then, like, uh, but at the same time, I'm not gonna do like the American style. Like, uh, the person just comes, like, uh, do the class, don't even have to spar, and right. then just pay the membership. And here you go. Like, I give the belt. You know? S- they have to show that they're really trying. The See, some academies both. just do testing where they have like a, a checklist, mm-hmm. and it's like. Show me this move. Show me this move. Right. Show me this move. Uh, Here you go. When when I was a kid, I um, did a couple years of uh, karate. 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 Kim- Kimpo karate. Okay. And that's totally how it was. Is the belt promotions were like every year, and as long as you check everything <laughs> yeah. off on this list, here's your belt. And I'm I'm like a ten year old kid. Like, did I really earn three <laughs> belts had, in yeah, two years? Had. No. <laughs> We had one time one like uh, one kid came over. He was I think 11 years old, and he was black belt. I don't remember if it was karate or it was taekwondo. So his dad brought, and he want to try the class. Okay, so I gave to him like a, the gi. I gave him the white belt. He's like, okay, but he's a black belting black belting in karate or taekwondo. Say, I know, but <laughs> jujitsu is totally different. Yeah, it's you know? way completely we, different. Yes, we don't have the kicks. We don't have punches. I'm like, oh, okay, so hmm. now. Um, I wanted to say, obviously, that Sousa. Am I saying his name right? Sousa? Sousa. 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 Sousa yeah. promoted you I'm to sure black belt. Yes. I just wanted to mention that yeah. in the show so everybody knows <laughs> who got you. So Sousa, big jiu-jitsu guy. Yeah. Okay. And um, uh, one of my questions, the main point of this show is to interact with someone, ask questions so everybody can learn. Uh-huh. And um, I, w- I have a few questions. I have my little list here. And some of my questions are going to relate to how – Can I try? To, 
Yeah, go for it. That's Thank why it's there. No, no. You didn't drink yours, so oh, I'm sorry. I'm waiting. Here. 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 Here we go. Thanks so much. I was shy. <laughs> Don't be shy. Bruno was waiting to try the whiskey, guys, and we just did. You like it or what? Pretty good. You like the other stuff better? I, I lo- you know what? I love it. Like, it's really good. Well, it's yeah. a great whiskey. It's one of my favorite bourbons. It's on it's sale good. right now. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Um, <coughs> Sponsor so, us. Sponsor <laughs> us. <laughs> so some of, my, some of my questions are going to relate to teaching, uh-huh. how you teach different types of people, what you see on the mats. Uh-huh. Um, so I just want to let you kind of know what's, okay. what's coming up. So my first question um, is from a teaching standpoint, is it what's it like teaching different individuals in the aspect of somebody that's super skilled? Because there's an event that's been happening recently <coughs> called Metamoris. Mm-hmm. And it's put on by Halleck. Halleck. Halleck Gracie. Yeah, and it's and it's a type of jujitsu tournament where it's he's kind of trying to break away from having people in the stands and everything. So you walk into a room, there's you, your other guy, your opponent, there's the mats, there's your coaches, and there's cameras, and that's it. Okay, so and no live audience, but it's television. No live audience. And the only thing you do is watch a pay-per-view. Huh. Yeah, before you should have the audience like now this one is just like a, just uh online you can buy online pay-per-view yeah okay. so and bruno was actually you were babalu's yes corner so babalu sobral is um uf's retired ufc fighter yes and he was, was ufc he and right now he fought for the belt with uh chuck liddell okay two times and then he man yeah nice yeah. man he won like a the strike force he was a champion of the strike oh force. the strike yes. force champion yes <coughs> and bruno and babalu go way back okay so yeah. my question to you is is it different is it what's it like coaching someone that's obviously a skilled black belt compared to coaching someone that's a fresh uh, fresh off the street white belt do you change your style at all or do you still address babalu like you address any other student or is it's different yeah for sure it's different you know uh <clears throat> i cannot like i said like uh, some people like uh, the few people they learn like right away few people they don't learn like uh, that fast if i do the same way i'm going to be frustrated you know and the kid the, the kid or the adult are going to be frustrated let's say that i show you how to do the arm sweep mm-hmm. and you learn really fast i show him him how to do the arm sweep and he have a little hard time and i say let's go let's go if i if i force him too much Maybe he's gonna get frustrated. Not gonna come anymore. I don't want to yeah, learn right, anymore. You don't want to burn, exactly. burn someone out. They <coughs> don't want to try it anymore. Yeah. You know. The thing is, are you doing good? So you have to see if he's trying. That's the thing. It's not just if you like he like talking around, not pay attention when you're teaching. That's different. You know. Mm-hmm. But if he's trying, then you you instantly you can break down like the position. You know. For example, maybe I show the technique for you, and then you learn really fast. If I show him and he don't learn like right away, I say, look, let's do just a half. So I want, don't want you to do the sweep. I want you to just set up the sweep. Okay, so work, work. When the person doing good, it's great. Now you're going to do the end. So like that, you know, because it's, uh, everybody's different, you yeah. know. I believe jiu-jitsu is for everybody. doesn't matter. A lot of people, like, uh, happen a lot of them. Like, let's say you started training first, and one day your dad came with you. Say, when you are you going to train? And your dad said, ah, I'm old for this. That's a lie. No, we got We already have here. like one guy here. You should be 63 years old. Yeah. Wow. Now we have two guys, 54 years old training, and they're really good. Yeah, they're very cool. Monsters, <laughs> Monsters very, very man. Cool. Yeah. So then the guy said, like, oh, I have a problem with my shoulder. Okay. We do a lot of things with the shoulder. You do like a shoulder locks and all that. But when you go spar, you want to tell the person, look, my shoulder is bad, okay? I'm not going to attack your shoulder, you know? So you can't do it. You see like a people who don't have legs. 
Mm-hmm. They have legs, they have, they have arms, and they yes, like a, wow. they even did like a some tournament spe- special for these people, you know. It's yeah, and Bruno Bruno promotes um, a very. I mean, you can be aggressive if you want. If your partner is going to be aggressive, you can be aggressive with your partner. Right. But that's not the overall theme. Whereas you go to some academies, and that's how it is there. And I think that's his Brazilian style versus the American, American style, style. When you say, yeah, like in a, a sense, <clears throat> what I say is, strength is good. It is good, but fifty percent strength. <laughs> yes, like but I say like always, oh, first you're supposed to be learning the technique. Mm-hmm. To then put the speed. With the cardio, to then come with this with the strength. Is strength help? Yes, help. But if you just have strength, I heard this few months ago. If you just have strength and don't have technique, the same thing you have outside a nice Ferrari, but don't have engine. Oh. Look really beautiful, but not gonna bring you anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> if you see two guys, they have like the same techniques, like at the same speed, but one is stronger. The stronger person gonna have more chance than the other one. Right. But it's not uh, the main thing. Yeah, and you've got like, for me personally, I, I don't know how it is for other people training, but for some people, you know, they're world beaters at 18, you know? What are you looking at? Oh, nothing. Oh, they're world beaters at 18. And for me, I feel like the older I get, the more intelligent I get, and the more understanding I have of the sport, if that makes sense. So I feel like I'm improving with age because I'm understanding, okay, I need to calm down. I need to put my yeah. foot here. I need to put my arm here. I need to not be so you know what I mean so right. about it and um, that brings me to my next question which is uh, trusting the technique now you're a big promoter of trusting the technique right where it's yeah. if, if, if Bruno tells you to do something Jiu Jitsu there's still new moves being created always always mm-hmm. always. but then there's the classic moves and I always always forget it but which Gracie was it that walked in and said he's only going to do collar chokes Hodger Gracie. Hodger Gracie. He walked yeah. into a tournament, told everybody, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a collar <laughs> choke. The most simple <laughs> choke in the world. Told everybody he was going to do it, and he won the entire competition just by doing collar chokes. Even though he told everybody what he was going to do. And, like, everybody should be on their toes, like, okay, I'm not going to get but myself that's, into but that position. Yeah, but that's the technique. It's, yeah, it's, sometimes he's like, for example, if you know how to do the technique really good, mm. the other person know you're going to defend, but they cannot stop you. You know, it's, dude, it's insane, thing, yeah. man. You get caught in some stuff, and you and you know yeah. how to get, how to get out of it. Right. I one hundred percent know how to get out of this move, but the technique is so good that you you can't. Yeah. It's insane, <laughs> man. It's and and that's what like it's hard to explain to people. You know, that's, to people that don't watch um, MMA right. or jujitsu or anything like that. That was actually it's going to be one of my topics. I'll touch on it next. But when you see two guys leaning against the cage in MMA, or you see two guys on the ground in MMA, oh, this is boring, this is boring. It's like, you don't understand how much right, there's strength actually a lot of stuff is going being on. put into that. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Still getting over this cold. How much strength is going into that contest <coughs> that's yeah. going on on the ground, you know? And um, that was going to be one of my questions was, do you, th- do you ever feel as a, Two stripe black belt now. Two degrees, yeah. Two degree black belt. That um, jujitsu is going to ever be like a main mainstream sport, or do you think it's too hard for people to understand? <sighs> That's a great question. <coughs> great question. If you, for example, if you see the IBJJF, that's the biggest tournament, you know, the world champion. The black belts are ten minutes. I think like a ten minutes is too long. I'm not say like oh, I should be too. Well, it's eight minutes tired. for a takedown though. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so like uh, have few tournaments 
they're, they're making six minutes for adults and everything like the black belts. I think it's more dynamic. Dyna- dynamic? Dynamic, 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 yeah. yeah, I think. Uh, but uh, the IBJF, like uh, the rules, they have so many rules. Every year they change rules. Every year they change rules. Every year they change rules. Metamore is like uh, this pretty good idea. It's 20 minutes, but it's just it's like, a, uh, let's say you and I are going to compete. It's just one fight, a super fight. It's a just submission. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, just submission. Uh-huh. If you don't tap me, if you don't tap him, it's a draw. <laughs> so that's that's pretty good. Like the thing is, sometimes like uh, you see, like my mom, just here to, to, to understand. <clears throat> my first, the first time my mom went to see me, I was competing. I pull guard because I like most times to be on the ball. I pull guard, my mom, Bruno, get out there, get out there. <laughs> and my friend, no, he's in good position. <laughs> he's doing, he's doing how, all right. How is he in good position? He's on the bottom. No, but he's good. Are you sure? Yeah, he's good. It's okay. So I swept the guy. I was on top. But the guy started doing a triangle choke with his legs. And my mom, good job, bro. Stay right there. Stay right there. <laughs> and my friend, no, he's not good. How is not good? He's on top. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend, yeah, but he's getting choked. How? He's like, he's the other guy's leg. So then after the tournament, my mom said, look, bro. I'm not going to watch your turns anymore <laughs> because I don't understand nothing and I get nervous and I don't know. I say, thank you because you get nervous and make me nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the thing that's not, uh, you have to, I think you can, but you have to adjust a lot, especially called the rules. You know? So you the think rules. that it'd have to be marketed more <clears throat> to be more, because I personally, and this is my own personal opinion, and I know how you feel about it. I've never actually really talked to you about this, but. I personally do not agree with the point system. I, I don't like the point system because I feel it's making it, and that's why I want to hear your opinion on it, because I feel like it's it's making it more of training someone just to do what they need to score points uh-huh. in order to win uh-huh. rather than making it kind of what the sport's about. You know. And what's your, what's your thought process? I have two things to yes. talk about. Let's hear it. <coughs> First one about the points. Uh, one of my friends, he organized last year the Vulcan tournament, and the rules are a little different because sweep is when you have a guard, so open guard, close guard. A lot of people don't understand that, but it's when you have the control of your legs, okay? Guys in so, between your legs, or yeah, you have the control, yeah, of your so you have control. Then, if I reverse the portion, that would be two points. But if you let's say you pass my guard, you got three points, right? So, you're on my side, my side control. If I reverse you on the IBGF, most tournaments, if I reverse, it's not a point, I just reverse you. Right on this tournament, doesn't matter what happened. If you from the bottom go on top, is the two points, and I like that because if you pass my guard, you're in the top, and I'm able to reverse you even without my legs. That's that's supposed to give me something, mm-hmm. you know. And like uh, the biggest tournaments, the other tournaments, that you don't give that. That's so I don't like that, you okay. know. And oh, uh, sorry, go ahead. <clears throat> and that uh, the other thing is about like uh, you don't you didn't supposed to work just to get the points. I saw people like, ah, oh, do advantage, like almost the thing and then be stalling there, you know? The, the goal of the jiu-jitsu is the submission. Mm-hmm. You know you will have to work to submit the other person. Right. You know, you have like a chokes, you have arm bars, like a shoulder locks, ankle locks, wrist locks, things like that. That's the goal, not just be they stalling and then I'll just get the point and just be holding the person. Mm-hmm. That's right. And just so I realize we didn't really describe what's going on here, so people might not know. So in a jiu-jitsu tournament, it's a point system. Right. Unless you submit. If you submit the other person, then you win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there's a point system. So if I if I take you down, I get points. Right. If you defend, you get points, and it keeps going. So in some tournaments, guys will go, I have side control. That's X amount of points. I'll go to mount. That's X amount of points. And I'll go back to side control. That's X amount of points. And they'll, they can manipulate because those are yeah. easy transitions. 
Right. To easy do. points, easy transition. Easy okay. points, easy transition. So some guys, what Bruno's talking about, will stall the match by just keep right. getting points by doing that. And yeah. like I was saying, I personally, I think it should be a submission only deal, but, but whatever. It matches would take forever if it was submission only for it's, some. It's hard for you, or like uh, imagine <clears throat> if you like a lot of people that put like say put jujitsu Olympics, Olympic mm. sports, is good. But how many people in the world understand jujitsu rules? Right. How many? It, what do you think about? And like uh, lately, most people want to pull guard, be on the bottom. Few guys pull guard and be both sitting on the ground there for ten minutes. You mean like you imagine watching a fight for ten minutes? How boring would be that? You know? Yeah, but I don't understand curling. I don't understand fencing. You know, those are Olympic sports. What? Fencing is just sword fighting. I mean, that's but, pretty simple. But you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Stick them with the pointy. Explain end. curling to me, guy. <laughs> <laughs> They got the boulders and the brooms. And you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's what I'm saying. There's, there's a lot of sports in the Olympics that I don't understand that right. are sports. So jiu-jitsu, which is a recognized sport, yeah. it's oh, not yeah. in the Olympics. And that's what I feel um, one of the biggest problems with it is is it's not – it can't be marketed like the NFL or baseball because you could turn on baseball and you can go, okay – Guy wants to hit the ball and get people around the bases. Football, right? They want to get the ball into the end zone. But you turn on an MMA fight and there's two guys hugging against a, a iron cage. Well, and you're like, you know, what the MMA, going on? MMA is different though because <laughs> yeah, I guess this, the spectator aspect of it from the point of view of someone that doesn't know what the hell is going on is these two guys are going to beat the shit out of each other and that's yeah, fun and to watch. Got to win. Yeah. Like it's just primal, just people beating the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Where like. Jiu-Jitsu is more, it's all technique and way different. That's what I'm saying, though. But you can watch a, a Jiu-Jitsu match, and you can watch a 10-minute match, and it'll just be two guys on the ground. Right. And everybody's like, okay, well, this is boring. Like, what the hell's going exactly. on? Exactly. There's but no wow factor. But anybody that knows what's going on is like, oh, oh. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, like, if you're watching a big black belt fight, I mean, a black belt fight, like I said earlier, kind of is a joke, but it takes them seven or eight minutes just to get a takedown. Right. To even where, where white belts are 30 seconds into the match, at least somebody rushed somebody and, and tried to make <laughs> it happen. You know what I mean? But there's so much skill involved that they're standing up for five, mm-hmm. seven, six, whatever minutes. Yeah, it depends a lot. Like I said, the jiu-jitsu changing a lot, mm-hmm. you know. Today, before, most people should like to be on top. Today, most people like to be on the bottom. You know, like, so most time, like, they got handshake, but from one of the rules, you cannot, like, a pull guard without make a grip. So you see, like both, like I don't want to let the other person touch you, and they grab both teeth down. Mm-hmm. You know, you stay there. Now they're changing the rules. If you both pull guard, you have 20 seconds to do something. If not, you start stand up again. Both got penalty, and then go again. If both pull guard, and it's up to two, 20 seconds, then they go both got two negative points, and give her that. So they they try and change a little bit. You know. Now, do they but, send you these <clears throat> rules? No, they don't send the rules. What happens is if you go to the IBJJF like uh, website. Yeah, we have the rules there, you know. Even like for them, like if they change, like and the, most times it's in the end of the year. If they change, they update there. If you want to do, you can do the rules meeting. That's like a most like a big tournaments like Pan Am's, World Champion, National. You can do that. Now you so obviously it kind of sucks for you as an instructor because you have to constantly <coughs> stay up to date on those yeah, rules to be yes. able to teach because you could teach your t- students something wrong and they go into the yeah. tournament and then yeah, they're, they're losing yeah. points yeah. <laughs> and they, for what that's right you know and yeah. interesting yeah. yeah so um okay now what let me see here 
where where do you personally feel jujitsu is going? Do you see it? Do you see more students coming in? Do you see more students leaving? Do you see you go to Babalu's gym? Do you see more students there coming in, or you go down to uh, with Ricardo down in Kings? Do yeah. you see more students coming in, or do you see people leaving, or do you see it growing? I think yeah, jujitsu is growing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. The last few years that uh, grew a lot, and uh, always going to have someone leaving, you know, because maybe they move or they got hurt or the job or things like that, the schedule, right. you know, sometimes you see like a, like a, some a young guy come here, he's actually fell in love, but then he actually go to college somewhere else. Mm-hmm. They have to move. Or you see like um, someone like a, you have a family, you know, his, uh, his wife, his sons, and then like uh, his sons have like a baseball on certain times so he cannot come because mm. like he has to do like uh, his son and you know, all things like that. Unfortunately, uh, we're going to always have someone leaving. But if you compare how many people is starting, how many people are doing, it's way bigger. It's really popular now, really mm-hmm. popular. Perfect. Um, so do you feel that jujitsu and MMA, um, this was a question I was thinking about. Now, I might, I might phrase it wrong because it was <coughs> bouncing around in my head. But do you feel that the MMA type of jiu-jitsu, which is there's, – so there's gi jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. which is like when we wear the pajamas. It's like pajamas. the best way to describe it is when we wear those pajamas. <laughs> is this one here? Yeah, right here. I don't like know if the camera – can yep. the camera see there that? There you go. So, th- yeah. so that's a gi. And then there's no gi, which is like shorts or spandex and a shirt or, you know, whatever. And um, do you feel that no gi jiu-jitsu is more effective as a form of self-defense – Compared to gi jiu-jitsu? <coughs> yes or no. Yes or no. It's, a, it's yeah. like a personal opinion type. Yeah. Thing. Like uh, the thing is people say, I I want to do self-defense. I want to know the jiu-jitsu to defend myself. I don't want to do it for gi. Because uh, people don't walk on the street with gi. Right. When the person tell me this, I ask him, uh, does the people walk naked on the street? Exactly. Like the No. People wear right now, we have a shirt right now. I can yeah. choke you with your shirt. Exactly. You know, I can choke you with your shirt too. You One try. time, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> if you reap it, I get in there and choke you with that. Bonus footage. So one time, I saw even like a two brothers, like a black belt. They're showing, they're doing some videos of like self defense, and showing how to deal with that. A sweater, a t-shirt, tank top, and one of them like I took it out the t-shirt. And said like, now what are you gonna do? So the guy that was the, the other brother, he was with uh, what do you know that thing there? Weasel. Yeah. Weasel. So we have like the thing on the neck. So he took that out that thing and choked the guy with that thing. <laughs> so <laughs> for sure, if you think about like a, a nogi helps more because you don't have to grab enough. You cannot grab. Even if in the tournaments, if you're doing like with the shorts and like a rush guard, you cannot grab the rush guard. Okay. You should just hold the body. But to self-defense on the street, I'm not going to tell like, look, look, you cannot hold my shirt, please. Yeah, you know, you come can on, be able to do this. Yeah, let's lay down some yeah, ground yeah, rules yeah, before we do this. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> I think both help each other. Uh, <clears throat> like, uh, is what I said. What you can do in the no gi, most everything you can do in no gi, you can do in gi. But not everything that you can do in gi, you can do in no gi. Right. You know, especially for, yeah, especially for like in the tournaments. No, nothing about self defense. For example, for me, my game total change for three different things. Like uh, the open uh, the do for gi. I like a lot of open guards. So I love a lot I use a lot of grips, the grips in the sleeve, the collar. So the nogi, when I start training nogi, I cannot do this. I don't have like these sleeves. I don't have the collar. Mm-hmm. So I have to change my game. Then after, when I start training for my MMA fight, I have to change my game too. 
Because the nogi, I usually like a hug the guy's legs. Needs, but when I hug the guy's leg, I'm like leaving my hand away, like you know, protected. You know, so you have to adjust sometimes your game. You know? So what are your what are your personal thoughts on some of these new techniques that are coming out that you see, like the worm guard <coughs> or Brembolo or so there's there's new moves. Oh, he's on his phone. He's so Sorry. disengaged right now. I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> Let's text him. Let's text him. Text him right Here's now. <laughs> hey, look up at the show, bro. Um, <laughs> 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 hey, so there's there's techniques that um, are being introduced now, and it's kind of like fringe jujitsu, if that's a good way to describe it. It's, I know it's kind of funny to say, but that's the best way to describe it. Where these these guys that have gotten really, really, really good at these really kind of offbeat techniques, mm -hmm. and they're making their own style out of it. One of them is called Worm Guard. Then there's a move called Brembolo, which is starting to get a lot of popularity. Bolo, yeah. yeah, did I say it wrong? Berimbolo. Berimbolo? Berimbolo. 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 Let me Americanize it. <laughs> Brembolo. <laughs> it like 38 more times? I know, right? <laughs> so it's a, so it's a, but there's a bunch of different moves. Come, so that's what I'm asking him. Compared okay. to like classic jujitsu, mm -hmm. where it's, you know, let's do this, boom, boom, boom. Now you got these guys. So I'm going to grab here, loop this around here, spin you this way, roll this way. You know, it's kind of just different. So what are your... I feel like, a, like I say, the jujitsu is changing a lot. And like, uh, like I said, like now most people want to pull guard, be on the bottom. And then they develop a lot of sweeps. Then for Birimbolo, you start on the bottom, like so with the De La Riva, and sweep the guy going straight to the back. That's a really good technique. And have like a warm guard. Then we use the lapel, and it's really hard to put some past your guard if you're holding the lapel, and it works the sweeps from there. I think that's really good. And uh, it's what I said, like uh, you have to learn how to do these to learn how to defend this. Mm -hmm. Do you know? That's it's the thing. Yeah. yeah, it's like, uh, for example, it's one of the big things that I felt I was five years without competing, so for a long time I was not training too much. I was barely training, you know, mm -hmm. like but I was training, stop, <laughs> and train again a little bit and stop. And I have to learn these new techniques too because I have to defend them, right. you know? Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. So I think it's good. Like, uh, jiu-jitsu is always, like I said, I'm learning. Sometimes I learn with like another friend, a black belt. Sometimes I learn with another brown belt and with a blue belt. Sometimes you do like uh, one choke that uh, I never did like that. You know, you do different. Some techniques are really good for you. Some techniques is better for me, you know, because I'm like taller than you, so like maybe it's gonna be better for me, but it not be true for you. Some techniques is not good for me because I'm way taller. Maybe like it'll be okay for me. This is like, like the body chest. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes when I train with you, I, I do better than you. Mm -hmm. You train for him, you do better than him, okay? Then like he trained for me, he does better than me. Mm -hmm. It's a body chest. You know? Yeah, and, there, and there's like, and there's certain moves because Bruno's <laughs> obviously taller than me. I don't know if anybody <laughs> noticed. I don't think so. But just like a one inch or two inches. <laughs> but he's got long yeah. legs, so he can slap on triangles where yeah. I've got little short legs. And triangles is a leg choke. Right. Yeah. So he can slap them on, and it's really hard for me to get the leverage and everything because of my small legs. So certain moves are better for me, you know, and that's what he's kind of talking about with the, the body chest aspect of don't it. Don't tell me. Tell them. I'm telling the camera. I'm looking at the camera, and I'm looking at you. I'm, <laughs> what if I could make my eyes move, and I could get one eye on you and one eye on the camera? <laughs> I'd be okay with that. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> so what, um, what is your personal opinion on um, if, if you're teaching a technique, right, and uh, – you see them on the mats, not during not during a sparring phase and not during a um, specific training, but you see them on the mat and they're trying to work a different technique than what you're showing. What is that? What is your reaction to that as an instructor? Depend, you know, depend. Like, uh, for example, 
uh, like I said, like few techniques are not good for you, few things are not good for me. Uh, sometimes if I'm gonna show a beating bull for someone that's really big, it's gonna be hard to do it, because they have to go upside down, it's gonna be hard. But uh, let's say that I have like one guy that's really big on the class. Should I teach the, the technique or no? Well, yes, yes, I should. Yeah, yes, because yes, <laughs> I, I should. Because the other guys gonna like uh, learn that. You know, like uh, they they have to learn that. Even maybe it's not good for him. You have to learn how to do it to then be able to how to defend. You know, maybe sometimes let's say the guy is like a white belt. Special guest. Uh, special guest. Special guest. Okay, so white belt. <laughs> like let's say like a white belt, they have a hard time to do this, and he's doing the technique with like a one purple belt. Mm -hmm. So the purple belt may can say, look, maybe you have a hard time to do this, you can do this, and show a different, a little bit. But if I'm showing you like a two blue belts, I show like a this sweep, they're able to do it, but they're doing something else. I ask like, did, did I show this? Yeah, I forgot, I, I, I don't remember. Did I forget, did, yeah. I, did I show this? He said, no, I only they focus on that thing to then, Go to the next step. To then go to the next step. No, no, next step. Now, is how you address that? <coughs> is that um, all dependent on what type of instructor you are? Because I could, because you're very, I want to say you're very um, mellow and kind of cool with how the class is being taught. If you see somebody doing that, hey guys, did I show you that really? Can, you know, here's what I want you to do. <coughs> now, are some instructors like, what, what do you get off the mats? Or the or, thing is, is like a, I'm really calm, but I have a limit. Mm. You know, it's uh, some people on foreign that they, they, they cross the line, you know, I already put people outside of the mat, you know, to be doing something like a big, big deal. Yeah. Some doing something that uh, was not the first time. It was not like a person never did uh, nothing wrong. He did once and I put him outside. No, mm -hmm. but I happen to have like a few people that uh, just a couple of people like uh, I said, like, look, man, don't do this. And then I said, look, man, don't do this, man, don't do this. And I push the guy outside of that. Mm. You know, it's uh, the thing is, it's uh, for everybody. But you have, like I said, jujitsu is a martial art. is a is a discipline. You know, you have to respect. Even if I show you one technique that you don't like, you're gonna do that. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're not gonna do that when you're sparring. You know, like I said, I have some techniques that I hate. <laughs> that I don't like to do that. Right. But maybe you love that. Okay, I'm a black belt. You're a blue belt gonna be great for you, but I hate that. Mm -hmm. And I say, I hate, I'm not gonna teach. No, mm -hmm. have many te techniques that I do not like, but they still teaching, you know, mm -hmm. the thing. But maybe I show you one technique that's not gonna be good for you, you're not gonna say, I'm not gonna do it, I'm gonna practice. No, you have to practice. Maybe you're not gonna put it on your, on your, how to say, like, uh, as your weapons, you know, yeah. like, you know, your attacks, I feel My like that. My repertoire. No? <laughs> 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 that's, how, that's what I think. <laughs> but so, so you have to teach the move because if you hate a move, it could be perfect for me though. Yeah. So that's why you have to show the move. Yes. And okay. So and like I mean, sometimes, like uh, even if I hate the move, and uh, it's important for me to be learning that, you know, like uh, because like uh, I hate, but maybe for example, half guard, I do not like to be doing half guard on the bottom, but sooner or later, someone gonna put me in that position, and what I gonna do? I have to to deal with that. You know, so I have to teach that. I have to practice that. I have to put myself on the positions like that, even positions that I don't like. Mm -hmm. And what, okay, you kind of touched on it a little bit from like a technique aspect, <coughs> um, but what are your thoughts are uh, towards um, helping someone if you're not specifically asked? So like, let's hypothetical. I'm going against a white belt. I know the move, 
the white belt's kind of messing up. I'm telling him what to do. You know what I mean? I, how do you feel about that? Is that do you know? No, you should. Yeah, you should. You help. should. So that's because that, I know yeah. that some after because I did some research to get these questions uh -huh. to ask you. So from my research, I learned that a lot of instructors hate that. No, you should. I, that that for example, when I gonna point the guys on this point, if I let's say you're a beginner, and I gonna put you to go most times, especially begin with the high belts. It's not because they want the high belt to beat you. It's because the high belt know what they're doing. Mm. You know, and they're gonna help you. If I put two beginners, they don't have technique yet. What they have is strength. The chance they get hurt is pretty big. You know? So I wanna put you to go away for like another purple belt and like the purple belt gonna help you. Say, look, Jake, sorry, don't grab here. Grab here. Don't grab the collar, have this leave. If you're in this position here, you have to push, not pull like that. Interesting. Know? So there okay. Yeah. I always thought you just I didn't think there was a method to the madness, but <coughs> for example, but different. I already had one guy that he it was a white belt and he was trying to coach blue belts. You know, from outside the mat. He's like, hey, <laughs> no, don't do this. Like, hey, mm -hmm. hey, calm down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's a blue belt. Okay. If you want to help another white belt, you know, or even the blue belt, for them, maybe maybe the blue belt was doing something wrong. But you're not going to say in front of, I don't think that's right to say in front of everybody, hey, do this. You know, even he was not sparring, he was just sitting on the bleachers. Mm. After this point, finish, you say like for them, let's say Jake, like do you know like when you do that that choke there, like uh, I like to do this, this. What do you think about? You like to say like, hey Jake, you're doing wrong. Yeah, you know that's this is respect. Stop you know, like, doing yeah. it wrong. <laughs> 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 you're not listening. Um, okay, so that kind of leads back to my uh, my respect on. I have a next question: is respect on the mats? What um, is that? How can I phrase this? Is that a Brazilian aspect that was brought to the sport? The the whole idea of the respect on the mats and there's there's so many nuances when it comes to respecting respect on the mats. And you'll admit that too that there's so many. You bow before you get on the mat. You do this. You don't. You try not to let your belt drag on the ground. You try not to disrespect a higher belt or ruin their belt or you know. There's just a bunch of different rules. Now is this kind of are these rules been set in stone? I'm not going to say that's Brazilian because I know a lot of Brazilian that they don't have respect at all. Mm. A lot of Brazilians. They're great jiu-jitsu, they're great like, uh, techniques, but they are not respect at all. You know, I know like a few, few not many guys like that. You know, I think it's, I don't know if it's just because it's Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but few guys do it, few guys, they do not do it too much, you know. And is it, and it, so it's like an academy by academy type deal? Yeah. Yeah. So what's disrespectful here could be perfectly acceptable yeah. up the street. Yes, yes. Okay, cool. Like I already saw <coughs> one time, one like a black belt, he was showing the technique online, okay, on the video on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And then another guy, he, he did the video, okay? No names, but the guy did the video. And then uh, someone, another guy from a different academy, a blue belt, he posts this video on the Facebook and talk about to send it to his professor. Say, professor, look, this guy, he never gonna be like a, like, like a respectful like you are. And this, this, this. this guy that did the video, he's really technical. He's really good, he's crazy. Mm -hmm. So what happened on the video, have some kids, when you were showing the technique in the class, the people were sparring, and have some kids running around on the mat, and said, hey, stop to run like this, if not gonna beat you, you know? And like the guy, the other guy, the blue belt got like, oh my God, how you do this if a kid? I know the guy was a little, little too, 
rough with the kid, you know. <laughs> but <clears throat> he's really good, and he was saying like, you know, he's like I said, he's respect. Is it? But no, I'm not gonna say he's like a Brazilian. He's not Brazilian. Like uh, you know, I already saw like a Brazilian guy that's really respectful. A lot of Brazilian guys that totally disrespectful. Like American guys, they both hate you. Mm-hmm. And my my question to you um, about the respect on the mats was there's a <laughs> Bruno's gonna laugh at this but at our academy I, I, I always fight him on this that's the big deal but you're only allowed to wear three colored geese black <laughs> blue and uh, white black blue and white now I found a and really pink. and pink if you're, girl. Yeah, if if you're, you're a girl, girl. Okay. now I found this really cool oh all orange Dragon Ball Z gi. And, <laughs> <laughs> and well, no, my, my real question. You want to put me in the corner? No, but, but my real question is, what's what's the the reasoning behind that rule? Is there? It's r- the thing is like um, I like the traditional jiu-jitsu, Okay, uh, be- before it used to be just white geese, mm-hmm. then it became white and blue geese. I remember when black geese was not allowed to do in tournaments. Then it was allowed to white, black, and blue, you know. And then they start to putting like a white geese with like a black stitches, and like a blue geese with uh, these are different color stitches. You know, I was not a big fan of this. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they start to pingy and like a blue, like a, have a royal blue and a marine blue, and then have the uh, uh, red, mm-hmm. yellow. I already saw camouflage gi. Yeah. I have one gi that's why I'm not joking. I almost bought it. It's made <laughs> I, by Fuji. I saw, <laughs> I saw one gi that was like a rainbow gi. You know? It's, I, that's so, a personal thing that I like. A, it's the white, black, and blue. Well, so you yeah. want it, so let me, please correct me if I'm wrong, but you want it to be more of like a team. And you don't want one yeah. person sticking out with a loud gi. You want us to all kind of be a team. Yeah, it's like a, even like a few academy. You don't even let let the black geese. It's just white and black, you know, white and blue. Mm. Few academies just let the white gi. You can compete however you want, but should it should they tra- to train the academy? Have your white geese. Uh, now, yeah. are, are there rules in I in a IBJFF? IBJJ, IBJF, yeah, IBJF. I'm IBJF. Sorry. You can do white, black, and blue. Okay, but black belts now, uh, almost sure that you cannot do black anymore. It has to be white and blue. So they like try and make the sport more professional, you know? Like the belt cannot be too short, cannot be too long, cannot be like the gear rip it a little bit, and you know, things like that. Yeah, they have to be like a certain <sighs> weave, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the geese come in different weaves. There's like competition weave, training weave. And uh, th- that's okay. Like about like a, the the thing is, it can be like a tick, you know. The thing is, cannot be like a chew tie on the arm. Mm-hmm. So they have like a, a measure, something to measure to oh, be yeah. like make sure that's like on the arm. Mm-hmm. You know, here there cannot be like a uh, what else? Cannot be too short on the arm. It should be close to the wrist. You know, things like that. There's small unfair advantages. You know that is <laughs> right. true. Yeah, that's small, that helps, but that yeah. that kind of stuff would make a big difference. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now. Um, Kind of relating back to what we talked about before um, about promotions and the belts and, you know, how you promote off of if you feel that person's ready, Uh not necessarily if they're a a world beater. Now, does this theory hold true to the students that are constantly competing, which is good, that's great, compared to the students that never compete? They just show up to the classes and they do – they show up, they listen – they do their job. Now, both are good students. Uh-huh. Okay, you got two white belts that walk through the door. They start the same day. 
you got one white belt that shows up five times a week, trains, does his job, does whatever. You got another white belt that shows up three, sometimes four times a week, but he does tournaments and he wins and blah, blah, blah. Both the same respect, both the same everything. Now, are those two going to be on the same track in your mind towards promotions? Depends what the guy look for. You okay. Know? For example, let's say you, Jake, you want to be road champion and you have the potential to be road champion. Then you go there <coughs> and then you lost on the semifinal, you know, or the, the semifinal. You got like a third place, you know, like a, I'm going to give you like a probably like a the belt I'm going to promote. Or maybe not. If I really see if you want to, I wait you a little more to mm. compete, you know, a little more. And uh, some guy like, I want to compete, but he go there and lost the first match. He's not that, you know, mm -hmm. he's not just some few people like to compete, few, some few people like to win. Mm -hmm. That's the difference, you know. That's why I always say when you go to tournament, go to get the gold. Doesn't matter the result, but go to get the gold. Go to so think you, about that. You if know? you're going to do it, do it with some heart. Even yeah. if you're going to lose, you yeah. still you know, should. So depend. Like, uh, if what is your goal? Your goal is to be world champion. I'm going to be trying to hold you a little more. But not going to be holding you for like a three years. Let's say this year you lost on the quarterfinals. Next year you lost on the semifinals. I'm going to hold again to like a then like a two, you know? So so <coughs> if my goal... Sorry, one second. Even yes. for example, can happen, for example, like say this year you competed as a blue belt and then you got like a loss in the quarterfinals. Next year you competed then you lost in the semifinals. I mean, next year you say, I'm going to win for sure. Can happen that you're going to lose the first match. Mm. You know, like it's not like a you can't. There's look. no guarantees. Yes, There's no guarantees. The perfect Any given night. Yes, if anything. you get the guy set up this the submission, why not? You know, that's why happened. Like sometimes, like you see, like a from a white belt tapping a blue belt, mm -hmm. a blue belt tapping a brown belt, because like he set up a good position. The guy wasn't expecting, or he let get a point that you cannot defend anymore. So, know? so I guess, I guess what my question <coughs> is asking, because you're saying what what the motivation is. The two, the two guys that came in here, the one guy never wants to do tournaments. He is just here to do the classes and learn and have fun. The other guy wants to be a world champion, okay? Are they going to be on the same road in your mind? Like I said, like the band, the, the, the guy that okay. wants to be the world champion, is he really able to be a world champion? Okay. You know, mm -hmm. because I have to see, it's not that he wants to be a world champion. How fast he, like, uh, he learned. Yeah, I want a Lamborghini, you know? but I'm not going to, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe, like, a, a few guys, like, uh, they train three times a week. They're, like, really good. Few few people, like, uh, they train, like, uh, six times a week. They're okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it depends. Everybody's skill level. Yeah, okay. It happens sometimes, like, it uh, happens, like, on the belt promotion, that there's few people, they get mad because they do not get promoted. Few people get mad because they got promoted, you know. Mm -hmm. So you, it's hard to make everybody happy. It's true, man. I've seen it. I've seen it before, and not not at this academy, but other academies where somebody got promoted, and they had the time in, and they had this, and they deserved it. But so many people were mad about it because that person wasn't good. Yeah. If that makes sense, you know okay, what I mean. Yeah. And then you kind of, and Bruno's kind of taking this idea towards it, a more progressive view of it, where it's like, who cares if they're good? good you know what i mean in that sense they're they have heart and that's kind of you, what you earn it yeah yeah you earn it you know which is kind of a, I, th I think and, and that's the thing too and i think bruno will agree with me because when you go from a white belt to a blue belt that same day man holy shit 
are you better? And I, and I, and I think it's a mental. Th- I, I right. think it's a mental thing, right? Don't you yeah. see that? It's it's funny like you say about that. We, when I moved to here, you should have one guy. You should do privates with me twice a week. And then he was after a while. He was like, man, I wanna, I can't wait to get my blue belt. I can't wait to get my blue belt. And I told him, look, more you talk about blue belt, longer you're gonna be to get your blue belt. <laughs> and then I say, yeah, and then to get your purple belt, gonna be even longer. He told Bruno, I don't care how long it take me to get my purple belt, but I want to get my blue belt. He told me one thing that makes sense. She want to be a white belt. <laughs> he told me like that. Look, my mom is a white belt. If you think about. Yeah. My grandma is a white belt, if you think about <laughs> I said, you, but you're a white belt, four stripes. I, said, I know, but he's still a white belt. <laughs> when I become a blue belt, my mom's not a blue belt. Mm. So I said, okay. See, because you'll see in like tournaments and you'll see, um, we how many stripes was um, Soterra? Did Who? I say his name right? How did the Worlds. Who is that about? The white belt, our white belt that just won worlds. I ah, Sonetra. Sonetra, I'm sorry. Sonetra. I messed up his name. I said Sonetra. Sonetra. I'm <laughs> four sorry. stripes. He was four he stripes. He was a four stripe. So you'll, <sighs> when you look at him on the podium for worlds, you see him. he won first place, which is incredible. Yeah. And right. um, you see him with four stripes. And then you see in second place, a no stripe. And then you see in third place, a two stripe. So it really is kind of just right place, right time for certain aspects of it. Because if a no stripe can get second place... Right. Some people, few people do like something that I don't like. For example, let's say that I'm like a purple belt, four stripes. So I'm going to go there. I'm going to just with my purple belt without stripes. I don't like, they know that I'm trained for that long. Say, do you think that they're going to really change? See, we talked the about result? that earlier. You know, mm. do you think they're going to really change the result? Because, because they see you if you have four, a four stripes, stripes or, no or four not. Stripes, you still could lose. Yeah. But I think, I think what Bruno's trying to say is the mental aspect of it. When you look at somebody with four stripes, in right. your mind, oh. from you're going, oh, shit, that guy. Right. I'm a blue belt, but that guy's a four-stripe blue belt. He's okay, so how many stripes in each belt? Four. Well, until the black. Until the black belt. Yeah. Okay. And then when you get the black, remember you asked me the belts earlier? It's a time. Then you don't lose the belts, the, the stripes. These, we call degrees. So the black belt is one, two, three, four, five, six degrees. Okay. When you get your seven degrees, you become a black and red belt. Right. But you still with the seven degrees. Right. Then when you get your eighth degree, you become like a red and white belt. You still with the eighth degree. And then ninth degree, you become like a red belt. Okay. Now, can belts, this is a, can belts be taken away? I, yes, I already saw people doing this. <clears throat> I never had to do this, but I already saw people what doing would, this. What would warrant that? What would cause uh, the you person to be to do disrespectful, that? really disrespectful, or do something like a really, not like a rude on the mat, something like that? If someone does something really rude on the mat, the person's not going to be stepping back in here. Mm-hmm. And that's how I would do it. It's a big oh. deal. Interesting. Respect. Yeah. Respect's a big right. deal. Yeah. So back to the stripe thing. So. Okay. You have to go through all four, right? Before you progress? No, or it, no, it depends. <coughs> then you do the get the fourth and white belt. Right. You go fourth degrees, first stripes, second, third, fourth. Then you get your blue belt. Okay. Few academies, they don't give you stripes. They just progress. Yeah. So for them, when I was in Brazil, like I remember you get like one time stripes. Like a many academies in Brazil, they just give like uh, the belt, you know? Here, most ones, they give stripes, but a few ones, they don't. But like to answer your question a little bit more in depth um a two stripe could go to a full belt higher for example payon mike right. mm-hmm. he went from a two stripe blue to a purple because yeah. he was ready for that transition okay so you don't have to do all four <coughs> stripes. it's all yeah. about the the person promoting so you're saying about the asking about the belt you go back on the belt mm-hmm. i know one guy that jumped the belt 
he won the world champion as a purple belt. His professor, instead of giving him the brown belt, gave him the black belt. Straight the black belt. Straight the black belt. He, today wow. he's good. But for a few years, he was not good. Because it's a big step. You know, like a brown belt, have many things you can do as a brown belt, you cannot do as a blue belt and purple belt and white belt, like a toe holes, knee bars, calves like a calf slicers, you know. Explain it. Yeah. <laughs> so Those submissions. So when you the more the higher up in your belts you get, the more it's like a it's like a video game. It's like unlocking more you're achievements. Allowed, allowed so to do. The more you're allowed to do, the higher up in belt you get. Okay. Because there's moves that they don't want like like Bruno said earlier, a lot of white belts are very you you have to train with the white belts very hard in the idea of just, <sighs> just relax calm and, down. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't mm-hmm. have to go hundred miles an hour to win. I tell about one guy after. Yeah. <laughs> so so you, you have to tell him to calm down. And you got these guys going hundred miles an hour and imagine if a guy going hundred miles an hour tries to snap a knee bar on you, which is a real yeah. sensitive joint and pops your knee because he's going right. 110 because he doesn't know what he's doing because he doesn't really know what he's doing he knows the technique he's he's watched a youtube video he knows how to set <laughs> it up but it's not you know it's finishing the move and using enough strength to get the guy to go okay but not get the guy to you know be hurt or anything right. like that so so what was your story let say about like these like uh, <clears throat> we had one guy he was a white belt he should train in hollywood and he moved to here so he started training first and he was going so hard so hard like a zero to ten, he should train like a twelve. You know, so hard. And I usually tell like, look, man, slow down, man. You're gonna hurt people. And he was hurting people. I said, look, slow down, slow down. One day I sparred for him. It was five minutes, six minutes. I pull guard, I triangle choke him. So then like again, we start again, I pull guard the same technique. So he starts to see, try to defend, I choke him. Third time I choke him the same way. After finish, I said, Did you see that? I showed you that's not just the strength. It's a technique. It's all about technique. If you know how to do it, you're going to do it. And I told him, you're lucky that you're here in the United States, not in Brazil. If not, they will beat you even more. And you're like, I would like that. Mm-hmm. I said, no, you're not like no, that. Not. <laughs> because I would choke you after you tap your hold a little more. I would do unborn <laughs> you. You tap your pull a little more. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so then like a 0 to 10 from 12. He got a little better. He did go to 8 mm-hmm. like that. You know? He even got his blue belt. But then he moved back to Hollywood. See, there's certain there's certain positions, and I've learned this from my personal experience. And like I said, I'm no master or world beater or anything like that. But when you when you're rolling with somebody that's of a higher belt, they get a position. You know the position's coming. They know the position's coming. They can get the arm bar on you, and they don't have to tweak it. It's just kind of a mutual respect between you two that this position's got, you got it. It's yeah. done. Let's let's start over. Right. But for some of the guys that you know white belt stuff like that, they can go a little bit harder on you. They'll try to finish the move because they don't understand that connection. You know what I mean? So that's my what I said. I said like a, a you can go you can I can train a few for five minutes. Go hard if you and don't hurt you. Go hard, don't mean hurt the person. I can go with you five minutes and tap you five times and don't hurt you. Unless you're mine. The same way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then the same way, maybe I can go with you five minutes, do not tap you and hurt you, you know? So right. that's the thing. Like, uh, is what I say a lot. You want to go hard, you want to work the submission, but you don't have to hurt the person. Mm. You, like, uh, for example, maybe you're working for construction. So if you get hurt here, you're gonna work tomorrow? No. No. You know? It's not everybody that to work on the off seat and down and doing the things like that. Even if you hurt your hand, 
How are you going to type? How are you going to do things? That's really important, you know? You want to go hard, but you don't want to hurt yourself. I always say, you want to challenge yourself, but respect yourself. You want to challenge yourself and respect your training partner. And respect the partner, yeah. which is true because you got guys like, for example, Mike. <coughs> Mike is – Mike. <laughs> well, Mike, Mike came from a super aggressive academy. Okay. Um, and then he comes here and hears it. It's a lot more mellow, right? But that's how Mike – He's very good at establishing dominance. I know it sounds like <laughs> I know it sounds I know it sounds cliche, but he really is. He's good at at doing at what he does. Yes, he is. And and he can get on top of you, and you know it's over, right? But there's that respect that is understood between the two people that are in combat. You know what I mean? There's that respect where Mike knows I've got this move. I know I can break your arm. I know I can do it. You know I can break your arm. What's the point in still going and showing that I can break exactly. your arm? You know what I mean? And some of the guys, like we were just saying, that go super hard don't grasp that concept, you know? So I've got one more question here that I want to end it with, but I want to know real quick for you, do you have any other questions? I mean, now's your time to learn, man. Um, have you been paying attention to anything? Yeah, I've been listening the whole time. <laughs> you no, you I, told I've me that he may be going to do the class? Yeah. I've been thinking about it. I mean, right now I – I have like zero time. He lives in the Corona too. He lives pretty far away. So yeah, I live in Corona, work in Irvine. So, and then I go to school and do this. And I know I'm making a lot of excuses, but <laughs> I, I really don't have any time right now. It probably wouldn't realistically. And a newborn be. baby, and uh, uh, so he's got a lot of. <laughs> it wouldn't realistically be until I was out of school. Yeah. But I do. I I am really interested in in doing it. I've been thinking about it for a long time. Yeah. Just if you if you have a chance. You're Mention Whiskey welcome. Babble and you get one week free. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Normally we just do one free class. You can have like a free week. Free, week, <laughs> free yeah. trial. Yeah. 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 But no, I am I am really interested. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Actually, before I ask my last question, I'm going to kind of change that over. That's one of my questions right there. Um, do – I kind of already know the answer, but I kind of want to hear it from you. Do you – or maybe I don't know the answer. Do you look at other instructors and go, I don't like how he's teaching. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that guy because I don't like how he's teaching. Or do you look at other instructors and go, well, he's teaching something different, but that's for him. And I'm, and I'm asking this from the aspect of, you know, that, that pride that comes with the sport and comes from running your academy. So I guess what I'm asking is, do you look at someone and go and have a – a dislike for them for how they teach or do you look at someone and have an understanding for how they yes, teach? Yes, yes, for sure. Do you kind of Yes, for sure. Like, uh, uh, I change a lot like the way that I teach, you know. Like, uh, five years ago, you should teach different. Like, uh, seven years ago, you should teach different. You know, so like, like I said, like, jiu-jitsu is like a Evolving. getting so much better, different and different. So you have to learn and like follow the way you teach. You know, like uh, maybe I'm going to see one guy teaching. He like, uh, he's a amazing black belt the one like I don't know how many times world champion but he don't know how to teach like it's not the way that I like to teach you know mm-hmm. if you, if, at the same time I can go to see someone else and like uh, maybe he never won a tournament but he the knowledge that he has like the way that he he teaches you know he right. share his knowledge is really good so that's the thing yeah I see a lot of like the same kind of thing in even my industry like mm-hmm. you could be the smartest person freaking person in the world but you could never explain it to me 
or I could be, you know, I know a little bit about it, but I can explain <clears throat> it really well. Well, that's how I say it to you, because whenever I'm doing like an electrical project, I always ask him because he's like the uh-huh. the brains of the group, <laughs> and he always and he and I'm like, dude, he's like, well, if you get a, a 30 amp uh, fuse and you're plugging it into a 20 watt, and you got that, I'm like, Matt, can you just tell me like an idiot? He's like, take the blue and put it to the green. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, thank you. Like, <laughs> it works. Uh, it works every time. I'm like, I just texted you a, a, about the connector. So I have a, a three-prong connector. And the only reason I know this is because you told me about the ATX power supply. Uh-huh. And you said that there's the yellow is 12 volts. Correct. The black is the ground. Correct. And the red is 5 volt Correct. for power, right? Mm-hmm. And that's like a standard. But there's two grounds. Not on this one. This is the. This is not for the ATX. This oh, is for okay. my. So I wanted to run. I built a 3D printer. By the way, you might be into that. I built a 3D printer and like I whatever. So I printed an upgrade fan. What? Anytime you want, dude. It's pretty cool. So I, I printed out a, a fan that cools down one of the motors because the motor was getting too hot. So um, yeah, you, it's 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 self-aware. It, it's 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 <laughs> self-replicating. It does. It's probably running right now, making new parts. I don't even know what's going on. But Pl- plotting um, ways to kill you. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, it's uh, so I bought a fan upgrade, and I didn't know how to do the wiring for this fan. So um, I bought a a a, a split a three-prong sp- splitter Y splitter. Okay. Right. So I plugged it in, and I text him, and I'm like, okay, so here's what's going on. I'm like, I got a male part that has only two wires, red and black. And I'm like, I got a female part that has yellow, red, and black. And I'm like, do I put, just put the red and the black to the red and the black and don't have to worry about the yellow? And he's like, yes, that'll be fine. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so like, <laughs> it works. <laughs> I was like, oh, sweet, it works. Like, <laughs> Yeah, stuff like that's pretty standardized. Yeah, well, I didn't, for somebody that doesn't know. No, yeah, but <laughs> luckily. I mean, it's there's a lot standard. of things I could probably standardize that I have no idea. <laughs> but, um, okay, my last question to you, Bruno, as a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Um, what, why, why would an individual, and I think you're going to say, oh, do whatever, do all you can. But why, would, why should an indiv- individual choose jiu-jitsu over any other type of martial art? <clears throat> In a, in a, like, and I, I want like an honest. Don't give me like the the scripted. An honest script. But like, what's the, an honest <clears throat> opinion? Like, why should they choose one, it? I love jujitsu. Like I said, it's like uh, saved my life because my father passed away when I was 15 years old. and had a really bad like a temper mm-hmm. problem, and then when I started doing jujitsu, I got calmer. More I learned jujitsu, calmer I got. But one time, one like a mom brought one kid to try the class, the kids class. The kid mm-hmm. try. Yeah, you like it? He like the kid like yeah, I love it. So I asked, do you want to sign him up? Oh, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to talk with my husband, with his dad, and check what he think about. I said, okay. And then she asked me, why should I put him in, like, in jiu-jitsu, not in taekwondo or karate? I said, look, any martial arts are good to a kid. You're going to be working discipline, you know, coordination, that's self-defense. That's really good. But any martial art besides jiu-jitsu, to defend yourself, you're going to have to punch or kick the person. Yeah, you're teaching. Yes. Jiu Jitsu, you don't do this. And yeah, Jiu Jitsu, you learn how to defend yourself. Someone throw a punch, go to defend, go to the clinch, take down, Get out and of work there. the submission. Right. That's why. That's that's what I think. Like, uh, I never <clears throat> looked at it like that. That's brilliant. Uh, Interesting. You caught on pretty quick there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you guys <laughs> when you guys were talking about the stickers on the NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> I went way more in depth with it than like the, the whatever. You're three steps ahead, Jake. Oh, yeah, <laughs> stupid <laughs> cough, man. <coughs> All right. 
getting good. Sorry, I'm getting over this chest cold still. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, people in podcast land. This is brutal. Um, <laughs> I remember my first time. Yeah, right? <laughs> All right, we're good. Bruno, um, really, really, really thank you for letting us come into your academy. Um, letting us interview you, and uh, I know we did our previous show here, letting us do that here as well, um, and letting us use it, letting us interview you. Uh, I appreciate your time. Thanks for talking to us. Um, Audible, guys, check it out, audible.com slash whiskeybabble. Um, you get a free 30-day trial, 180,000 audio programs to download and listen to. And Matt, I got a question for you, Matt. Yes, sir. Matt, quick question. Are we available anywhere else on the internet? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. where? So uh, you can find us at uh, facebook.com slash whiskeybabble, uh, youtube.com slash whiskeybabble, Twitter at whiskeybabble, or you can go to the website, whiskeybabble.com. You can check out all the episodes. Is there anything I can buy at the website? There sure is. I just feel like spending money. There's tons of stuff you can buy on the website. <laughs> what? Like, what can I buy? Uh, we got shirts. Ugh. We like got, for wearing? Like for wearing. <laughs> wow. We got, we got hats. <laughs> for my head? Yes, sir. Oh, my gosh. This is just way too much. We have drinking... Drink, drinkware? Drinkware. Drinkware? Is that what it is? That's what it's called. Dr- I was going to say drinking utensils, but I don't think that's right. I, I think it's called drinkware. We got, we got flasks. We got shot glasses. We got beer, beer, <laughs> beer mugs, cocktail shakers. What a time to be alive. Isn't Did you look it at though? it all night? I'm looking, but just so everybody knows, he's off camera, but I'm looking at our previous guest from, this will actually, I could say last week. Last week's right? guest. So this is last week's guest, <laughs> Rick, and um, he's telling me that, the, did you go on the website? Yeah. yeah. There's beer stein. There's beer yeah, stein. Guys, there's beer, I need to really, It's actually pretty one. legit. <laughs> yeah, that's it's actually kind of nice. cool. So um, check it out. You guys uh, also check out uh, Mamuch, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, um, to the lay, it's Mamut, M-A- M-U-T-E-B-J-J.com. Um, you can check out the schedule on there, guys. Um, you can read a little bit. Uh, hopefully this introduction to Bruno got people you know, to know what's going on. But there's a short little you can read about him. You can read about some of the other instructors that we have here. Um, if you come in and you mention Whiskey Babble, you get a week free. Normally, you just get one class free. But Bruno's willing to offer a week if you mention the show. And, uh, yeah, come in and try it out. You can still talk in the mic, Bruno, if you want. You can I'm say good. you're I'm good. Just thanks so much. <laughs> nah, no problem. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you, man. We, thank you. We, yeah, we really we appreciate, appreciate it. The sponsorship is huge, and it, it's awesome. Yeah, so thank we you. love it. And, um, yeah, so everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you, Bruno, for being on the show. Give me a little cheers. Boom. Cheers. Take a little sip. All right, guys. Whiskey Babble out. <laughs>